So I just want to welcome everybody and introduce our wonderful guest. Can you introduce yourself, please, Sonia, and tell us who you are and what you do? My name is Sonia Marie. I am a Cancer. <laughs> I'm from Yonkers, New York, and I am an astrologer, an intuitive astrologer, also an author, a poet, a performer, and um, a mommy to a bomb-ass 17-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> welcome 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 everybody i've been following i've been following sonia's work for a minute now i follow i'm an astrology junkie so this is the first after two years of talking about astrology on this podcast here and there little mentions of it this is the first episode where we're really going to talk about astrology i'm so excited about it I'm awesome. a recovering astrology junkie. I had to think about other things for a little bit. So <laughs> I'm like a little, a little rusty, a little bit rusty. But right now, I just feel like it's really important to look up and see what's happening above us and as above, so below, right? So for the other astrology junkies, before I get into our grounding question, can let's both share our, our sun moon and rising so those that are listening will know our perspective where we're coming from okay so i kicked it off my sun sign is cancer naturally right my rising is leo and my moon is leo oh wow okay that's why you like this bada boom (laughs) (laughs) my sun is in taurus and my moon is in pisces yeah yeah be gentle be gentle everyone my moon is in pisces and my rising is in libra nice so i am a love buggy bug bug okay right right right. a little intellect splashed in a little a little but mind you too just fyi my my venus my mars and my mercury are all in taurus too wow oh so you grounded with it okay Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i'm holding i'm holding the earth down exactly so my first question we ask all our guests is, Sonia, how do you like to be loved? Wow, that's a beautiful question. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for this. And um, I did say I didn't need preparation <laughs> before we got on here. Um, wow, the first thing that just came to me, I love to be loved authentically. Um, I love to be loved through and through. As long as it's true, as long as it's open, as long as it's, it's coded with God's intention. Um, and again, honest and, um, and exact. And what I mean by that is like loving for the, for the means of loving, for the sake of loving for the sake of growing love. Because oftentimes we don't get it right the first time. So Mm -hmm. I like to be loved in a way in which you wanna continue to love to figure out how how there are other ways in which that person would like to be loved, right? Mm -hmm. Being the cancer that I am, I'm always changing, always moving. I'm not the same as I was yesterday that I will be a year from now. So with that love intention, it's like that arrow that just keeps looking for the heart in order to expound on it and um, allow it to explode in delight. That's how I like to be loved, with wonder and authenticity. That's beautiful. Good oh, luck to everyone around you. <laughs> 
good luck. <laughs> good luck to the people with the job. Power to you, sister. <laughs> How do you like to love other people? Mm, in the exact same way. Um, I will add, though, I, I, I love to love people hard. Mm. Um, I love to love people from a space of keeping them responsible for their growth. Uh, I call myself a love bully like that, you know? Love bully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that Leo stuff that's on me, you know? It, it, it comes so gregariously, like just, just hitting you in your face, but it's a lot of good stuff, you know what I mean? It's, and, and, I, and I love to love people hard in the spaces in which to promote their growth and promote their height and, and, and their capability of loving. Like oftentimes we don't know that we actually have more love to give than what we really do. So I'm loving you in a way in which I want to see the love to come out of you more and more. Like keep pouring it. Like what you got, what you got, what you got, what you got. You know what I mean? Does that, does that sometimes cause conflict? Absolutely. Yeah. Because the, the second part of that love bully is the bully. And some people don't like to be bullied. Mm-hmm. Some people don't like to be forced. Some people need to take their time and I respect that I totally respect that and when I get wind of that I pull back when I get wind of that I ask questions I try to qualify you know I try to give people space you know it's not easy but um yeah I get pushed back but it's okay that's what I came on the planet to do I'm I'm from a house of my my house is half Leo half Cancer and everybody has, like, my mom is a Cancer, but she has a Leo moon and a Leo rising, like yourself. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, like yourself. So I have a lot of personal questions I want to ask you. Like, do you, so we, do you feel like you go into a shell? <laughs> I have a lot of questions to figure out my mama, right, that I want to ask you. But we'll, we'll leave that to me. I'll pay you for that. I'll pay you for, for those <laughs> So the last question we've been asking at the start of this season is what's something you feel like we all need to be real with ourselves about right now? I call this time the time of reckoning. We're in this time of reckoning. It began pretty much as soon as 2020 started, right? What do we need to be real with ourselves about that maybe we're not paying attention to? Our mistakes, um, uh, the things that we shoved in the attic, the things that we've buried for days, years, centuries, generations, like we need to expose. The, the real comes with the exposure, you know what I mean? Uh, we have to be courageous enough to expose our mistakes and our flaws, our mishaps, um, them hard questions and answers and, and conversations. They need to come up um, from a personal perspective, from a family perspective, a community perspective, societal perspective on every freaking level possible. It just needs to expose like that, that, that raw wound, man. Um, and, 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 and to listen while the exposure is happening. So if we're having that conversation with ourselves, you know, and, and it feels painful to, to admit certain things, right? Um, listen to the response after that. Mm. In my opinion, I believe that God has a way of like hearing us in our conversation with ourselves, even if it's not a question, there is a response after that. So if I'm meditating in a supermarket, because we can do that, as we're standing online and we're kind of just drifting off, and I say, wow, you know, why do I always have this edge on me? 
am I attracting people based on this edge? Just as just an example, right? Why do I have this edge, right? And then 30 seconds later, God says, pay attention to your brow. Hmm. Oh, like the answers are coming. The veil is very, very thin, Noni, right? So God says, pay attention to your brow. So if I'm walking around like this, Hmm. And that edge is on me, I'm going to attract the edge that the edge is giving off, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to get whatever it is that that edge is giving off, right? But mm-hmm. if I relax my face, <laughs> if I try to bring light and delight to it, then maybe I will get the contrary, right? Yeah. Yep. So listening to those answers, being true to what, what's coming through. I got to, I got to dig in a little bit here. I want to know about your background, but first I want to talk about what you just said. It's something I've been wanting to ask you. So when I was pregnant with my daughter, I -hmm. discovered that I could hear my actual, I call it my guidance, my counsel, the grandmothers, all of a sudden pregnant with my daughter, I could hear the answer back. I have been praying or, you know, I didn't realize how much I had been downloading things all the time. You know, when you tell people great advice and you're not, ta- you're not, you're not the one talking, it's just coming through you. And then yeah. that had been my life. But all of a sudden I started getting a rush of lots of feedback, lots and lots of feedback. This was back in 20, when, when was she born? She's three. It was a few years ago. So since then I'm like, i it's all there. It's all there. And I've been talking to others like, you know, this veil is thin. You could just, you don't have to go see a psychic. You could just ask. Pretty much. And you will hear the the response. And what I really uh, I love about your work is that you follow the stars through the lens of an intuitive. How are people who are just wanting to get started and listening to their intuition, how do they know what they're hearing isn't just them, them fooling themselves? Or yeah. a lot of people start that off and they think they're going crazy. Mm-hmm. They think, oh, I'm just making this up. That can't possibly be the answer. Mm-hmm. Over time, I've become so comfortable with my own clear audience that I'm able to distinguish very clearly. That's my egoic voice. That's the voice of, of my people, people, peoples. Oh, whoa, whoa. There's somebody new entered the chat, right? Like, who, who entered the chat right now? Who's that over there? So I'm, how, do you, how did you begin to distinguish that? How do you know that? Because you're saying you in the grocery store, list call, call and response with spirit. Yeah, right. Well, you partly answered it. But I think the first part um, that you didn't say is the fact that oftentimes, when we ask a question and information is coming through and it gets filtered through our brain, our brain acts like the machine that it is. It's a very powerful, potent, and advanced machine, but it is a machine nonetheless. And machines tend to repeat. Mm. You should go to the store. You should go to the store. You should go to the store. Did you go to the store? Did you go to the store? I don't know. I should go to the store. I don't know. It's too far. I should go to the store. I don't want to go to the store. I'm too tired to go to the store. And honestly, the hit is to go to the store, but the brain took it and went and ran with it, right? Mm. Then it becomes you. Then it becomes ego. Then it becomes your head. This is how spirit talks. Hey, go to the store. Mm. What the fuck was that? <laughs> And it's just like that. God doesn't repeat. 
Mm-hmm. God doesn't bring the human emotion to the table, right? God doesn't badger. God doesn't bully oftentimes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, that is a humanistic trait, that's for sure. God leaves it up to you because why? We, you know, we co-create this situation. We can decide to do what we want to do, but we get the hits. But then like you just suggested, once you get that hit and you believe it and it pans out to be true and or enlightening or whatever, practice is great. So you keep doing it. Every time you get a hit, regardless if you think you're crazy, if you just think you heard your grandmother or not, I don't know. Did I? Maybe I did. Do it anyway. Do what she told you to do. And then when you see the results of it and it starts to mount up, and on a scorecard, <laughs> nine out of 10 of them was actually your grandmother talking and it led to a space or to a situation in which you needed to be led to, that's your intuition. That's the practice. So then in, with that, you believe yourself. You start believing in you more. You start believing in the, the, the transmission more. You understand what I'm saying? You have I confidence do. in yourself. So then you keep it going. Then you want to keep it going. Now you're having conversations all day. And it's really, it, it, it becomes delightful. I do. I I really yeah. feel what you're saying about the repetition and the diff- the difference between the brain, what the brain is doing. I do think, though. I do feel. Let me be clear. I do feel sometimes the ancestors we say will say, "Now we told you to call Maya." Yeah, but they're not right? gonna. Go, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, we, we call Maya. Okay, I don't feel like talking to Maya right now. Right. I don't. I haven't talked to Maya in years. That would right. be weird. Right. No. 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 We told you to, a, a couple days passed. Now we told you to call Maya. Right. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Let me call Maya. Right. 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 I agree. I'm just speaking like in the moment because you know how the, the brain will spin within five minutes. You can go in seventeen different directions. You know that's not spirit, in my opinion. It's not. That's that's chatter. That's monkey mind. That's that, that's egoic mind. Yeah. Absolutely. That well, spins it, spins it around. It has an opinion. Mm-hmm. It has, it has a perspective. It has a mm-hmm. personality, all of that mm-hmm. stuff. Now, to be fair, not everybody can get it the same way in my, you know, the way I see it, right? Is that sometimes it'll come like that whisper. And then sometimes it can be physical. Sometimes it will make you hot when the mm-hmm. message comes. You know what I mean? Sometimes you respond and you're like sweating out of nowhere and not no hot flash, but just like, Ooh, that was interesting. Or it can be cold. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It, or, you know, or a bright light will come in front of you. <gasps> Noni, one time, let me tell you, this was the craziest thing. And I swear to God, it never happened since. It was mm-hmm. ridiculous. I, I, it just hit me just now. I'm like, well, I remember that. I was sitting somewhere and I heard something to do. And I honestly forgot the instruction, but Let's just say it was go to the store. Mm -hmm. And I heard, go to the store. And I was like, should I? No, out of nowhere, this bright light came and was like, right (laughs) in my face. I heard the sound and everything. It sounded like a a wind that was just coming at me. And it was a brightest light. And it was like, and it pulled back. And I was like, whoa, okay, I'm going to go to the store. I'm gonna do that. I'm, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> no problem. No problem. We don't want no problems. We don't want no problems right here. <laughs> so, no, 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 no. 
they sending the popo out on me and shit. It's like, wait, what? Damn. So some people, it can be sound and vibration and heat and sight and whatever, whatever. They try to get to us in whatever way they can through our senses. You know what I mean? Because honestly, that our senses and our chakras are the, 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 the portals, the, the tunnels from this world to the other, right? Mm-hmm. That's what connects us. That's what's really what chakras are all about. It's those energy portals. Mm-hmm. So when they're trying to get through us and to us, they have to utilize those, those areas. And, and we're not, um, in this moment in time, we're becoming more well-versed on that, on that type of communication. Mm-hmm. As opposed to chalking it up as, oh man, I got a headache. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, I got indigestion. Yeah, that indigestion may be like your, your solar plexus like grabbing you and chomping up for a bit because you're not paying attention to your confidence level of your courage or who mm-hmm. you really are. And they're mm-hmm. trying to talk to you. They're trying to get at your, your emotional brain and your belly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to get you to assert that will. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's more about practicing, like you suggested, paying attention to how it's said, and and then like believing that you are unique. Everyone is unique, and everybody gets it in their own way. And then trust that. Don't compare yourself to nobody. Mm -hmm. Trust how it comes to you is dead on, because you worked it, because you hear it, Mm -hmm. you know? I love that. How did you get into astrology? I want to know that story. How did you arrive there? Yonkers? You in Yonkers? What happened? How you get there? You know, my mother is the bomb. My mother, you know, as we get older and I'm 50, um, there was there was a moment where she was like, not enemy, but like, God damn, like that kind of feel. <laughs> I didn't realize how dope she was and the little bit that she was doing and why I chose her and why she chose me. Because when I was younger, she introduced me to astrology through the star scrolls, the, the vending machine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And that. like I said, I'm 50. So <laughs> in the 70s and the early 80s, they had this vending machine. It was it's so big, a little smaller than a soda machine. And you could put 50 cents in or a quarter, I forget how much it was. And you get this little scroll of a monthly astrology uh, write-up. And it was probably like three or four sentences for each sign or whatever. And then on the flip side of that scroll, it'll tell you everything that was happening in transit, what was happening in that particular month. And I took the interest to it. And my mother and I, we would sit and we would look forward to each month, you know, and compare. She's a, she's a Libra. Compared Libras to Cancer and so on and so forth. But it was literally like an education and an interest that was piqued to the point where I was like, oh, I want to d- dive into this. Cut to, um, I have a really good friend, or I should say had a friend. Then he became my husband. And then we got divorced. <laughs> His, mom, <laughs> His mom was an astrologer, is an astrologer. So she added to that. And gave me, as, as you know, by the time I got 20-something years old, gave me, like, the practical, instructional part of it. Mm-hmm. Simultaneously, though, I would hear, right? Mm. And I was like, wow, this is interesting. I shut down that. I shut that down for a long time. Mm. Uh, Why? Well, because it was too scary. It was too, you know, yakas. It wasn't yakas. It wasn't, it wasn't the defense, or I should say the, 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 the armor that I needed. I didn't believe in that armor in Yonkers. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody was promoting that. So I would shut it down. 
So astrology became my thing as a hobby. But then when I started to really get into astrology, after my, um, my, my mother-in-law began dropping some information in my ear, then I started to open up a little bit more. Mm. And I started doing other spiritual practices, going to Native American sweats and really cleansing. Just really, I went through a lot, just getting stuff off of me and diving into my, into my, my world and, to, and healing. Then I combined the two. I was like, oh, so it got to be a way to hear what they're saying, but go to the chart and kind of pick it out and make it a little bit more practical for people to really understand and then throw Yonkers in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you be throwing in the culture, the hip hop culture into it. Well, listen, Yonkers is Yonkers. I mean, um, I, I am really, really proud to be a part of the hip hop, uh, hip hop culture. Like we took something out of nothing. I mean, really, born and raised. If you have you ever been to the Bronx? Absolutely. Come I on. The, I filmed a movie, Bronx, Queens. I've been in New York a lot. I really love it there. The Bronx was rubble mm-hmm. at the time hip hop was born. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of that. Like, literally proud of them consciously trying to destroy us, Noni. Come on. Mm-hmm. They tried to destroy us by burning our buildings down. Mm. Literally. And then here comes this rose. Here comes this light. Mm. Here comes this form of artwork that's taken over the world. They can't stand it. (laughs) Anyway, so you gotta pepper that in there because that's where I'm from. Like, that's how I speak. That's how I communicate. That's who I'm talking to. That's who I'm talking from. Like, you know. Yeah. Anyway. How, how how did those early lessons help you deal with some of the childhood trauma that you had? I know I'll speak first. For me, my my attraction to astrology was because I was so sensitive. Hmm. I didn't understand how I landed in a family that couldn't understand my sensitivity. I just was like, how come y'all don't get this? How come y'all, y'all ain't taking good care of my heart? Like, right. I was called a crybaby my whole life, you know, and I just didn't understand what to do with it. And I started, you know, reading the horoscopes. And as I got into high school, I was like, I discovered about a Pisces moon. I said, wow. Oh, this explains everything. Cause I, the Taurus never felt like enough. Like, okay, yeah, especially when you're younger. Now yeah. I'm a Taurus, <laughs> cause I had to, I had to learn about how I had to learn about money. I had to learn about beauty. I had to learn about, you know, the relationships. Me and Venus had to to grow. You had to grow into my Venus. Well, can I stop you real quick? Please. This general information. Children live in their moons not their sun song. You don't get to live in your sun until you're about 20 years old. Wow. The, the, sun's, the sun is hidden for a good 15 to 20 years of your life. We're always in our emotions. Always in our emotions initially. It's, it's kind of like, so, can I go a little further? Please. The moon is a karmic situation. The moon deals with our emotional response to the world. It also deals with our perception of our mothers when we slip through our mother's womb. Mm -hmm. And then thirdly, it deals with karma, past life karma. So that kind of makes sense intuitively, right? Mm -hmm. That we would live in our moon sign because we're living out the residue of our last life. Mm -hmm. 
in combination with our emotions that's making us react to everything that goes around us. Because I don't know you people. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, where am I right now? So you're going to emotionally react to everything because you're in an unfamiliar place. That makes so much sense to me. So I just wanted to add that. In your defense, that's why you were in that Pisces moon. And it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't until I started getting into college and really getting growner that I started to identify more with my sun sign. But that, that, once I started uncovering the Pisces moon and what it was all about, it became empowering for me. And it helped me really have a lot more forgiveness for the ways in which my father, for instance, you know, verbally abused me constantly, tore me down. My grandmother constantly tore me down, you know, just always picking me apart. It starts at crybaby, then it becomes you're ugly, then it becomes you're stupid, then it becomes, you know, and and just tearing, tearing, tearing. Why are you like this? That feeling of feeling orphaned and separate, right? That, That feeling, now I have a Pisces, my firstborn is a Pisces son. And so it's, it's the child I have the most tension with. I have four children. Okay. It's a child I have the most karmic <laughs> stuff to deal with. And we were sitting and talking this morning. I was reading to him from a book about my Pisces moon. And I said, when I read this, you're going to feel like it makes sense. You're going to feel like, oh, that resonates with me. You're going to see how much I actually do understand your sensitivity. Wow. Right, and he had he has a a Libra moon, and I have a Libra rising, right? right. So I have a, an ability to understand him. But those those karmic lessons, I'm curious, like when you got into astrology, when you started looking at your own personal chart, how did that help you start to heal some of the stuff from you being a kid? Well, I wanted to say real quick, um, I share the same things as you, but my outlet wasn't astrology as far as me being called sensitive. I didn't discover what my sensitivities were like um, in astrology. I, mm. I would take it in, but I would filter it through through my writings. Mm. I would filter it through my poetry. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I have about 55 journals, right? Mm-hmm. From the time I started at 10 years old until now. Um, that was my outlet. In regards to astrology, what really helped me to see me was the performer, the Leo in me. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't realize what helped. It, it was me being sensitive, yes, but it was more so about the Leo, right? Because not only do I have Leo rising, Leo moon, I also have Leo Venus, right? Mm-hmm. So it was, it was a big part of my heart that just wanted to love so much. And that made sense to me. Like mm-hmm. that, that made sense, the love bully, the the whole gregariousness, the, the pouring it on thick, you know, and realizing that not everybody can take it. But that, that helped me to, I'm still learning this, to, to control it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To kind of, because we do live in a world with other people. Um, that mm-hmm. helped me to, to learn how to put that to, give that to myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How to utilize that and, and pour it into myself, right? That helped me to realize how bold and bodacious that I was I never really understood how I can will things until Mm -hmm. I realized that Leo in me like made that happen you know Mm -hmm. that Leo energy is a beast and it's a beast in the best way or it's a beast in the worst way 
Mm-hmm. You know, it can mm-hmm. leave you very, very isolated and by yourself because you're taller than everybody. Mm-hmm. Or it can invite everybody to come in to be tall just like you if they want, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's what helped me learn in astrology about me. That makes sense? It does. It does make sense. I, my second son was a Leo. And when I, when I passed, when I passed into the Leo, like I thought he wasn't going to be a Leo. When I realized he was, I cried. Because I, I didn't have much understand. I had a very surface understanding, had an understanding based on a Leo brother, a Leo stepfather. Like, right, right. And, I, and I felt like, oh, man, he's going to be so self-centered. And he's going to be this. He's going to be that. And then, and then I had the dream come true <laughs> that he is. And he is just so loving to so love, like the capacity of the heart yeah. of the Leo, the ability to to serve you know and and i was like oh this is why all the leo men's mother think they could do no wrong (laughs) because because they just give and give and give you know what i um attribute to or compare to the sun because it is leo's ruler is Mm -hmm. the sun so the sun comes up non-selfishly every single day doing its job giving us nourishment and light right and it really doesn't ask for anything in return it may ask to recognize it every now and again, but as much as it gives, it it it, would, it, it wants you to re- it wants to receive from you. You understand what I'm saying? It's yeah, like I this never-ending funnel and 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 feeding that's happening, and it's not self-centered to a point of. I mean, it's self-centered when it gets out of balance, but mm-hmm. when it's in the right light and in, in in the light of God of it, it's just nourishing and and important. Because it gives space, like a field is what I just saw in my mind. It gives space for the whole field to grow. Mm-hmm. It says, yes, I'm going to give you all of this. Come on, let's go. You know what I mean? Every flower in the field, shine your light. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that permission too. That permission. That permission. And to me, the Leo medicine is, I'm giving you permission to take up space. Yep. Just like the sun. Take up your space. I'm going to take up mine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to teach you that's Leo's have always given me that, that permission. Thea, 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 Thea walked in this podcast with me to give me, Hey, Hey, you can actually do this on your own too. Yes. Yes. You can, you can sit and, and shine on your own. You don't have to hide behind anybody else. It could just be you. What a beautiful gift that Leo's give to us all. Right. And that, that Leo season that we're just coming out of into Virgo. But I want to go back to the moon a little bit. I want to talk about what the moon has to offer us, our moon signs, knowing our moon signs right now. I feel like we're in this time, this reckoning, where everyone has to do the inner work. We all have to kind of face, because those skeletons you were talking about, those attic them, them attic things, they're going to come out whether, whether you want them to come out or not. Oh, absolutely. That's the time we're in. To anybody that's listening to this, you should spill the secret before it gets spilled on you. Just go on ahead and tell everybody what needs to be told. Because right now, whatever is in the dark will come to light. If you've yeah. been doing anything in the dark, it will come to light. Absolutely. It's time to atone. That's what time it is. And so when we're, we're in our, we're all in our space, we're quarantined, we're doing our thing alone, we're having to look at ourselves 
And that I feel like we're looking at our emotional bodies and having to tangle with them. And what I'm noticing is there's a lot of imbalance. And I want to ask you, how can we use our moon signs to help us master our emotional body? How can we look at and learn about it right now to have us have our moons be more like medicine? You know what I mean? Yeah. There's several different ways to answer that question. And I'm going to touch on one or two. Um, First and foremost, the moon is representative of our moms, right? And how we see our mother. But more importantly, or I should say, more encompassing is the feminine side of us, Mm. just like Venus. But that moon is the feminine side. The, the, the passivity of things, right? The mm-hmm. receptivity of things. Um, we have been taught in society um, to be more masculine, hard edge, aggressive, go for it, use your courage, assert yourself. The moon says no. The moon says sit back, let it come to you, yeah. breathe it in, um, be soft and supple, mm-hmm. you know, male and, and females, you mm-hmm. know, be soft and supple. You know, look, like you said, into your emotions. So in this moment in time, we are being called to look into the feminine parts of us, right? Mm-hmm. Those parts of us that have that are shadowed, that have been stuffed away, that may look, for the lack of a better term, you know, just kind of, you know, female and soft and, you know, just non-progressive. No, 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 no. The power in the moon and the power in emotions is to give reverence to the flow. Mm. Give reverence to the the rhythm of things. The moon itself changes astrological signs about two to three days. Every two to three days, it changes a particular sign. It takes 28 to 29 days for the moon to go through all 12 constellations. Mm -hmm. That's a huge freaking deal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's regulating the rhythm and the water on our planet. It's regulating our emotional flow. It's regulating, boom, bust that spirit. I just heard like, boom. When it's regulating the woman in us in 12 different ways. How freaking noni. Oh my God, that's, I can write that down somewhere. How brilliant is that? Mm. That the moon is being regulated in 12 different types of emotions. So for those that don't know, let me just bring you through a little bit. Not not a lot. When the moon is in Aries, we are aggressive. We Mm -hmm. are confrontational. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? We are on the front line. We look for, you dig? We look to initiate things too. We look to be risk takers. Two days later, our emotional body goes into Taurus. We sit back. We want to eat. We want to get centered. We want to get grounded. Mm-hmm. We look for things to be devoted to. Mm-hmm. Two days, three days later after that, goes into Gemini. Now, use your words. Mm-hmm. Allow your emotions to come through your communication. Do you see the rhythm yeah. of it all? Yeah. And the 12 different perspectives that you can have to ignite the female in you, to ignite the feminine in you. That's why it's helpful in this moment in time because we can utilize these 12 different ways to get what it is we want to ignite what it is we want, to sit back and out, to ask, to, to, to move forward, to rest, all of these different ways, you dig? Like you don't have to stay in one position. 
utilize it as opposed to shitting on it and saying, oh, you're so moody. Yes, we're moody because the freaking universe is moody. There's <laughs> not one way to be. Celebrate that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Celebrate those, you know, those in and outs. Yeah, that's crazy. Thank you, God. That's really dope. I never even thought about it like that. I love when that type of stuff happens. <laughs> I mean, did I answer it though? You did. You did. You did. What about all of these transits that, let, can, can you talk about the greater transit that we're in? I know we're moving into a Saturn-Mars kind of square situation that's going to play out to the end of the year, but I want to know from your perspective, the bigger picture. I think often when people talk about astrology, they're drawn to their own sun sign. They want to know, are they compatible with somebody that's another sun sign? Yeah. And Sometimes if they want to dive a little, look into their moon and rising, that's where it ends. For me, I really, I'm more drawn to the astrology of, okay, I know the 25th, I work a lot in the realm of the political, right? That's one of the the realms in which I I work. So I'm like the 25th, something's going to happen. Around the 25th, give or take, right? So when I saw this, this shooting happen, I wasn't surprised. And I'm like, so these days that are going to follow that, we're going to see a lot of tension starting to play out. And we're going to see, you know, war with the establishment. Like, that's more so, that's why I actually tune into your podcast, because I'm, I'm you know, your podcast, your, your YouTube. It's more like, what am I dealing with in life, in the world, the greater bodies, these heavenly bodies, how are they going to affect me? Right. I noticed that I had patterns where I was having arguments every new moon and full moon, hmm. you know, as every two weeks I was getting into it with somebody like, and I had to be like, whoa, you know, to me, astrology's greatest gift is showing us the patterns of the universe so that we can assert our free will within those patterns, Ooh-wee. you know? Yes. Yes. I, I have a, um, a similar declaration when it comes to astrology. I, I, I like to learn, utilize Western astrology to learn more about myself, to foster better relationships with me so I can foster better relationships with other people. Mm. Something similar to that, right? Very because much. just like you said, I mean, I think it's equally important to know your chart and to know what you're doing. So let's just say this is the person. It's always good to know who you are and and what you're made of and then what the world is going through because at any point they can collide or they can um, uh, affect one another in a harmonious way. It's about relating. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's literally about relating. Otherwise the creator would have given us each a planet to live on by ourselves. (laughs) Right. I mean, on a real, we have to be able to come together and bob and weave in this existence in order to, you know, respect one another. So yes, I love the individual part of it, but the bigger part of you are so right. What's happening right now, Noni is way too much, and we can't really talk about every single thing, but you mentioned that Mars and that Saturn. Let's back up just a touch and explain what Saturn, Jupiter, and Mm -hmm. Pluto is doing. Okay. I call them three the hard way. This is like (laughs) set up to to what Mars is doing currently, right? 
So about two years ago, if anybody and everybody recalls on this, um, on your, on your Zoom, is this Saturn, the planet of fear and um, restrictions and limitations and lessons learned, hard work, discipline, right? I, I call him Big Daddy. I call him Big Daddy. Call him Big Daddy. Yeah, that's Big Daddy right there. I call him the grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> that's Big Daddy. Big Daddy got that's something to say. Straight, I mean, for real, coming in and just making sure with a you know with an iron fist that things get done. You better but, you better do it right. Get up. You acting lazy. What you doing? Get it together. You know what? Saturn is dope in a way. And I, I learned this early on in my education about astrology. It leaves a reward at the end. It's, it's not so hardcore where, you know, you just working for work and sake. Like if you do your job, if you stay diligent, if you stay on par with what's being taught, you know, and do your best to navigate the fear, respect the fear that's coming up, but navigate through it, you always get a reward at the end. Mm, a special a special note for the all the Saturn return people listening. Beautiful. Yes, 28 to 30 years old. Interesting. Um, Jupiter. Jupiter is the biggest planet of the solar system, right? The one who's overly excited about everything. That's Sagittarius's planet, right? Um, <laughs> blessings and rewards, optimism, you know, opportunities, right? The bigness of things. Saturn is in Capricorn. Jupiter is in Capricorn. Free okay. the hard way. Pluto is in Capricorn. Okay. Pluto deals with well, something on my lip. Oh, there we go. Pluto deals with transformation, mm-hmm. um, uh, death and rebirth, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, power, superiority, inferiority, right? Mm. Pluto, I call Pluto the Tasmanian devil. That <laughs> motherfucker just comes through and just rips shit. Just because to destroy it. It's Scorpio's planet, right? Yep. yep. People don't stick around for what happens after the destruction, though. And mm-hmm. this is why I respect Scorpio energy in this way. Is that, yeah, it comes through gang-busting, dramatic, and all of that shit. Whipping the couch just because. Taz. Mm-hmm. Taz. Mm-hmm. It's like, Taz, chill. Taz. <laughs> but what it does later <laughs> is it creates something from That's that destruction. Phoenix. The Phoenix. Yeah. It's the Phoenix. It doesn't stop just to, like, fuck people up it, it creates after that right so bust it three the hard way coming through in capricorn and some straight hardcore we're busting down traditions yes the patriarchal systems yes this is indicative of our society right yes the white supremacy shit shit that's been going on for centuries yes Things that's going on in your your uh gen- your ancestral generation generations like the traditions oh we used to do things like this well we're not doing it like that anymore mm-hmm. because jupiter and pluto and saturn are going yeah we're coming through this whole thing that you got here we're destroying it we're rebuilding it we're exposing fears we're bringing up some opportunities or some things that you may or may not want to take part in but here is here just to keep you alive here's the opportunities jupiter mm-hmm. right so now we get to a point where i think in may I may be off a little bit, May or June, um, those three to our ways started to go retro. So yep. they are retrograde up until like about the end of September. They go back direct one by one and they'll all be direct before the first week of October. Mm-hmm. Now we're in a retrograde phase mm-hmm. in which those three positions um, that have done a lot of dirt, a lot of exposure, a lot of fear, you know, coming up are sitting back going, now y'all pay attention to this shit. Mm. reorganize reassess mm. reconfigure 
Mm. Reconstruct. Mm. What you doing? See the destruction and see what you put the plan together to make this thing happen. Mm -hmm. So currently, to your question, here comes Mars. <laughs> hey, hey, that nigga oh, coming through. Uh, 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 uh. I'm coming Mars through and, and the thunder. Hey. <laughs> I'm coming through with the lightning and the thunder. Are you ready? Are you ready? It's almost like it's almost like Saturn, Pluto, and Jupiter sitting back after their party, right? It's like 2 a.m. at the party, the basement party or some shit. <laughs> and they chilling because they in retro. They did their dirt and shit. They was dancing and everything. They, you know, they blew up the spot and they sitting back. Here comes the drunk-ass cousin from nowhere. I think he's just high and mighty from North Carolina coming in the New York party. Mars and Aries. Busting that's up the basement party just loud at 2 a.m. in the morning. That's it. Dante, come on, Dante. Who let Dante in? Who let Dante in this motherfucker? <laughs> Man, y'all should have closed the back door. I told y'all my country cousin was coming up here. Damn it. <laughs> Mars and Aries comes through and is just busting shit up. Because why? Mars deals with motivation, determination, mm. anger, you know, confrontation. Assertion and in, in Aries, Mars is Aries is planet, so that comes to home. This nigga home. at home right now. He at home. It feel like it too, don't home. it? Dante got the best gold on, the best <laughs> showing out, just showing off and shit. Sit down somewhere, and he's like, "Nah, cousin, I got some work to do. I'm busting up the party. I'm fueling the situation, mm. so you can see that everything that y'all did before was." Bullshit. It was whack. It's not lasting any longer. We got to change this almost immediately. Praise God. We almost. need it. We need it. We need it. We absolutely do. But I'm going to tell you, because that Capricorn energy is there, and it deals with patriarchal systems and all of that, which I already listed, it also deals with control. So there's a good handful of people that do not want to lose control when Dante rolls up in there on some frivolous shit, just fucking things up and knocking things off the countertop. You dig what I'm saying? I because do. the party is controlled. Even if we're going to destroy this thing, can we destroy it in a controlled way? How do you do that? How, how do you really do that? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So yeah. Here comes Mars. So today, currently, Mars is hitting Saturn. Right. Mars aggression hitting Saturn, exposing the fears. Again, why I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. We have to do this. We have to fight. We have to meet head on. It may look, you, you may think that your traditions are, are, um, are what's the word I'm looking for, God? Um, are being jeopardized in some kind of way. But if I push you, Mars and Aries are saying, if I push you enough, you're going to see the rewards after it. Let me give you a little bit of fuel. Let me put my foot in your back just a little bit. Let me expose your fears a little bit more. There's, there's really a lot of blessings in seeing fear. There's a, a lot of blessings in being backed up in a corner. What the hell? I keep on my lip. There's a lot of blessings in it, right? I'm just going to say squirrel, I for one, and cancers, and a lot of signs, especially cancers, don't like being fearful. Now, bust this. Cancer is the opposite of Capricorn, so bust this, right? Mm. Um, don't like that fear position because it makes you want to come out in defense, and it makes you feel controlled. Fear controls you. Mm. 
Capricorn is very fearful, very pessimistic. Mars and Aries is like, are we busting this fear up, Saturn? Mm-hmm. Capricorn, I don't care what you say. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you want to do. But here's the other square, by the way, that, that Mars and Aries is squaring, which is a challenge to that Saturn and Capricorn, 90 degrees away from each other in the sky, right? Mm-hmm. We also have another square. We have Venus in Cancer right now. That's squaring Mars, and that's opposition that Saturn. Venus in Cancer comes with the love, the nurturing, the mother, like, oh, so staying with the, <laughs> the, 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 the visual, right? Here comes Big Mama. Hey, Big Mama, come in the party. Got her hands on her hip. I done told y'all the only way to get along, the only way, Dante, you, you're supposed to call them. You're supposed to ask them. Well, I can't, Auntie. I can't do that right now. We got to bust it up. Well, all right. Well, if you're going to make a big stink about it, let me go get some towels. <laughs> let me go get some paper towels. And God, let me call the Pope real quick in case we need some help. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I do. The nurturing, nourishing aspect of it, the taking care, the caretaker of it all. You dig? There's a lot of square and a lot of oppositions that are in the sky right now, honestly helping one, like, cancel out the other, to, to push the other, to open up the other, to be exposed to another. You understand know what I'm saying? Without that's really the, saying that's, that. Yeah, that's the part that I think has tripped me out. And I, I know I speak for a lot of Black folks when I say this, is when I hear astrologers say, the end of the, the year from now until the end of the year is the most challenging astrology. It makes you look back and say, oh shit, like, we, I saw you post it today. We tired. We tired. But I'm gonna tell you truthfully, it ain't over. It's, I mean, honestly, the worst is about to come on some kind of level, knock on wood. Because let me finish my little story. Please. Mars is gonna go retrograde on September 9th. From September 9th, to what? November 3rd. Yep. Yep. Mars is going to be cocked back. No aggression. No movement. No motivation. Everything is ill-fitting. Like, you're trying to go. It's like start and stop, start and stop, start and stop. Holding in your aggression. Putting it in your throat. Not really knowing what to say, how to say it, how to assert yourself. Holding in your anger. And then on November 3rd, the bullet gets cocked, and then it goes direct. To me, that bugs me out. I don't know where it's going to go, but that bullet is going to hit something, is the point. And that day, election day, is going to be able to expose that. The, the worst is yet to come, but then there's a silver lining. I believe it's on December 21st. I should have researched this before I got on here. That's okay. December 21st is a magical day in which I think and you know what? Give me a moment because I'm going to look. I'm gonna be, I want to be very, very exact on this. I was um, talking to the village. You know, I had like an online uh, forum that people had to, to pay for. And I was talking to them about what's happening on, in December. And it blew my mind in the moment. And I have to say, Squirrel, I'm not that astrologer that follows astrology all day, every day. Mm-hmm. I believe more in God. I believe more in... Mm-hmm. Energy. I believe more in my intuition than I believe in what's supposed to happen. Because well, you potential. can bypass. This is the potential. So it's when you're potential. saying the worst is yet to come, I want you to look. But I, I want to say to folks listening, 
astrology to me is the potential. Yes. We are here to rise above the influence. We are divine beings. Yep. This is only about the influence. My prayer, my prayer, my prayer, my prayer for 2020 daily. I'm praying for humanity. Soften the blow. Yes. Soften the blow. Soften the land. Oh, is a hurricane coming? Go through the ocean. Oh, there's, there's fires. Let the rain come down. Soften the blow. The blow, the potential of the blow is so large. The blow shall happen. The yep. bullet, the bullet will be shot. But yep. what is it going to be shot at? We have yep. the ability as a collective consciousness to soften the blow. I cannot say it enough. Yep. So many of you listening to this, I have such loyal, loyal, loyal folks who rock with me. I'm so grateful for y'all who rock with me. It's better. It's better to me to have a small and mighty team of folks when two or three are gathered in the name of something we can really focus on softening this blow. Please tell us the silver lining. What's the silver lining? Jupiter and Pluto are coming together. Yes. Direct. Yes. They're sitting on top of each other. And there's a lot, there's, there's two more things that are happening, but I don't want to take up your time and try to figure it out. But just that Pluto and Jupiter coming together, just them, first of all, Pluto is power. Pluto is power. Look at it like this. Once we go through all of this, again, we're not going through it for punishment. Mm -hmm. We're going through it for adjustment. Mm -hmm. We're going through this for cleansing. We're mm -hmm. going through it so we can actually see our own power in this all. We were so born for this time. We were born for this time. Us, incarnate, yes. everyone on the planet. Absolutely was. So when Pluto says, okay, after all of this is going down, the gun is freaking cocked after, a, after November 3rd, when December 21st comes, that power that was uh, mustered along the way from November 3rd to December 21st meets up with Jupiter. <sighs> Jupiter says, I got it from here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you all the rewards, all the things necessary for you to expound on that power in the best way possible because Pluto wants, I mean, Jupiter wants nothing but the, the best results. Blessings, I'm the blessing, blessings, the blessings. I call Jupiter the Skittles planet. What a wonderful great. winter solstice gift. Is there a better winter solstice gift than wow. the blessings, the blessings, the blessings? To right. come out of the transformation that you were um, 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 uh, dedicated to. That's the right word. So the thing is to be dedicated from here on out to whatever changes that happen so you can get those blessings. Otherwise, you actually can. And, and, and sometimes. Say that again. It, it lets you. Actually, you can miss it. You can miss the blessings if you don't see that it is, it is mounting up for a reason. You dig what I'm saying? I do. Why? Well, how? Because we get caught in complaining. We, we, we become too tired. We, and, 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 and too weary and unfortunately some people want to take their lives or they want to sink into the depression they can miss it in those ways I'm not saying don't rest I'm not saying we have to rest every now and again but at the same time you got to be aware and vigilant as to what's happening as well and do the little bit that you can do and be clear of heart be clear of mind stay simple you understand because mm -hmm. we're getting our strength now 
we're building up, even though we may be exhausted, we're building up on this strength. That Mars in retro is going to allow us to get even stronger because we have to take a break. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then when it fires away, it's going to fire away and do whatever it needs to do. And then we got to ante up again. Mm-hmm. You know, this makes sense. It makes so much sense, Sonia. It makes so much sense. I, I hope everyone listening can feel that the blessing is on the way if we do the work. That is what I hear you saying. Me too. If we do the work, if we stay, stay clear, if we stay dedicated, if we're not afraid to walk through the fire. And I know so much sometimes, like as black folks, we're like, really? Another, another, another day of this? Really? Like, I hear a lot of people saying, I'm sick, I'm tired, I'm sick, I'm tired, I'm this, I'm that. And I'm like, I feel you, but we also have to affirm something else. Yeah. We, we can be angry. We, we need to acknowledge our last podcast we were just talking. We need to acknowledge all of our emotions. Yep. We need to feel deeply into all of them on the positive and on the negative, and we need to come to a neutrality. Yep. So we're able to respond as the divine beings that we are and to create this new world that we are incarnate for. Yep. We have incarnated to build something new. Yep. I am so honored to have a body in this time to have a mind to have a direct line to spirit to be able to say hey sonia you want to rock with me real quick so we could break this down a little bit because we all need to be a part of it we all need to wake up we all need to come online like it's time for us all to tap in there's it's not really just like watch your reality show i watch i watch selling sunset too but that's not that's not the dominant no more Wow, you just took the whole thought out of my brain. The other day, I flipped on the phone and I, I saw these sisters dancing and, you know, they were showing their body and they were exact, you know, exaggerated and holed up in areas and makeup and hair flying. I don't judge. I do my best to try to stay away from that. But what I got off of that, not, it's not just about how they were expressing themselves and the clothes that they wore and the fake ass that they had, but it was the the intoxication Hmm. that came around it Hmm. felt like we are done being intoxicated. Hmm. If that's something that you want to do, cool, but be awake while you're doing it. You understand what I'm saying? Be clear Mm -hmm. while you're doing it. Be intentional. In the middle of the, of the room, again, staying with the intoxication, being drunk and being found out, like being laughed at. Don't be drunk in their, in, in their, um, in their, right, uh, influences and their distractions. Don't be drunk in it. Don't be juiced. Don't be, don't be, don't be harvested. Don't be, you know, we talked about a couple weeks ago about, you know, that wop, that wet ass pussy. Use it. Utilize your waters. Utilize your gift. Utilize it. If you're going to, if you're going to be doing it, do I agree with you? And I love everybody who's doing it. I'm like, do it, girl. Yeah. Do it woke. Right. Do it online. Do it aware. Yeah. It's time for our joy and pleasure lightning round. I'm I'm gonna get into it. This conversation is incredible. Like it feels so natural. Like I just feel like we're just hanging and 
you my neighbor and you just came over and was like, you got some beer? Yeah, I'm talking about that more shit. Yeah, for real, let's talk about it. <laughs> you know, like, you, you, I, I got that Libra. Good. I got that Libra. I just want us all to be together. That's all. I love it. I, I want us it. to be together. I want us to talk because that's how we build the pyramids again. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Because you have the mastery. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be in the village next time you open the village. You have the mastery of the things that I don't know, and I have mastered things that you need to know too. How about that. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're here. That's that. what we're here here to do. And whoever's listening, what did we leave out? Where were we wrong? Where were we blind? Get us right. Get yeah. us right so we can all continue to ascend. It's an ascension timeline. That's what it's about. That's exactly what it is. You know, I've, I've been talking about that a lot, just to expound on that real quick, especially in my retreats. This year will be our third annual retreat. And I remember being really, really clear the first year. First year, we had 29. The second year, we have 40. And then this year, we were on, on, on site to have 55. And then COVID knocked it down to 29 people. Mm. It's not the numbers so much as it is the influence. Think about this, right? Mm-hmm. So the, the first year, I, I, I felt weird because I felt people's um, attention and intention to, to kind of, and I'm being very candid in this, to mm-hmm. kind of put me on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. And I knocked that shit down from the moment that mm-hmm. I had a chance to speak. Mm-hmm. I'm not her. Mm-hmm. I want you to know this. I'm not the one that you're going to put on the pedestal because I have some information because I called you here. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. We all have something to your point. We all have something. And if we don't come together and share this in this moment in time, we're going to be at a loss. Mm-hmm. We're going to drown. You understand? If mm-hmm. I'm just the one that called everybody over, okay, y'all come over my house. That kind of feeling. But when we get here, it's equal game. Yes. And we have to look at that that way because like you said, we all have particular gifts and talents mm-hmm. and intentions and power and strength and weakness. Gurus are dead, y'all. Come on now. Mm-hmm. They've been dead. They never actually were alive. We, it, it's Aquarius vibes. Come on. It's, it's, all humanity. it's all humanity. Mm-hmm. This is that age. Celebrities all done. Oh, it's 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 a wrap. You know what? And okay, go <laughs> on with that conversation. As I say, sit down, talk to me a little bit more and more on my couch. <laughs> the other thing about that too is what bugs me out is that not a lot of celebrities are talking either. It's <laughs> interesting. No. Talking about they're dead, like not literally, of course, dead, but the point is is like they're silenced. Like even their position isn't a position anymore. And they kind of know it. They know better. Subconsciously. They know Subconsciously, better. Subconsciously, not consciously. Because you remember when all those celebrities were getting the COVID test before everybody else? And Twitter was dragging them. Like, Ooh, I, I missed that. I yes. Missed that. It was a very good litmus test. It was a very clear, like, who do you think you are? That I can't access a COVID test and you can. Wow. It's, this pandemic, it's nobody special. Nobody's more special than the next. Not at all. And let's take care of each other. Let's, right. let's make sure I'm wearing a mask, you're wearing a mask. You know, we have these debates happening in, in the public. And, and to be honest with y'all, 
I've really pulled back a lot from, I just recently made the decision, like, I'm not going to get too wrapped up in that anymore. Like, I can't, I can't be on the, it's a distraction. I can't be on that distraction. I can't be on the pandemic timeline. I can't be on the race riot timeline. Yes, Black Lives Matter. I work with Black Lives Matter as well. Like, I love Black Lives Matter, for sure. The end. And even over there, I'm, I'm on the love. Like, I'm on the life part of the Black Lives Matter. I'm on the life part. I'm not on the matter part. I'm not on the Black part. I'm on the life part. That's right, baby. Right? Like, what is the life that we're building? Right. What, is, what is that that we're centering? So I encourage y'all to, if you can, if you aren't, if you're still in the COVID thing, if you're still in the, I got to watch all the news about some, somebody shot somebody at some demonstration, I encourage you, look at some, it's, it's time to change the channel, because like you said, we got, we got something to get to, we got something yep. to build. Yep. I'm going to do, I'm going to ask you our, our final questions. It's a lightning round. I love it. I love the joy. Oh, of make me nervous, Tony. I don't know. <laughs> It's just the first thing that comes to your head. Okay. What makes you feel most alive? <laughs> My son's laughter. I love that. If we really knew you, we would know that. Say that again. If we really knew you, we would know that. Music is my life. Mm. Music is everything. What is the first thing you do when you don't feel good? What is something you are afraid of that no longer scares you? Fear. <laughs> Fear itself. Yep. What comforts you? Pound cake and my <laughs> grandma's in my mind. <laughs> I love butter. Ooh, butter pound cake. Okay. Pound cake. My grandmother's pound cake. Yep. I wish and I could. handing it to me. Here you go, Sonia. Thank you, Ma. Yep. So good. If they, anybody knows of a good gluten-free pound cake. <laughs> That's the part of it right there, shucks. I can't do gluten no more. Oh my God. I can't, I can't do it no more. So, you know, gluten-free pound cake, holler at you, girl. Okay, what, what turns you on? What turns me on? <laughs> okay, we talking sexually or just in general? Hey, this is, this is your world. Um, well, what I felt, I mean, what I came, lightning around, came to me quickly, was like a really good, insatiable hug, like that hug that you just want to like, like, uh, like, like dive into one another kind of hug, like that, mm. that shit is a big turn on, mm. like you just want to melt into each other. Mm. 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 I love that. How do you practice self-love? I get quiet. Mm. That's the self-love to me is just being quiet and feeling me, feeling me from the inside out in my silence. No distractions, no TV, no music, even no voices, just, just quiet. That's me pouring into me. You just helped me with that. Thank you. I wondered why my mom got quiet and she doesn't have the language. She gets so quiet that I feel like I'm outside and I can't get in. 
But yeah, we do that too. <laughs> Cancers do that in that because um, it's a restoration period. You know what I mean? We put up that little shell, not to um, be disrespectful for anyone to anyone, but it's like going into a pod real quick because just real quick, we, we soak up everything. We are the emotional, um, you know, vacuum cleaners alongside Pisces and Scorpios too. But Cancer's from a more caring perspective, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're cardinal signs and we're leaders in it. We do it first. We do it all day, you know, Mm -hmm. and we take it on so much. We don't even know what pain is ours. We come home beat up and we're like, God damn, is that mine? Or is that the lady at Trader Joe's? Like, Mm -hmm. So we get quiet so we can figure it out. Mm. And then we pour into ourselves and we go, okay, that's not me. Okay, this feels good. Oh, that doesn't feel good. Okay, let me get that off. And then once we get it, then we can come back out and love again. It's so important. Thank you. Because I can look at that through a different lens of she's taking good care of herself, not 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 taking care of me. She's taking care of her. And we all have to do that first. How do you rest? Um, I go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I go to sleep. (laughs) Share with us a healthy habit or ritual. A healthy habit. Oh, gosh. Okay, see, this is why I don't like these kind of things. I'm way too honest. I have a I'm with it. This is called be real with yourself. Come on, what's up? What's your healthy habit or ritual? Every Saturday, this is recent, okay? But I've been really, really busy with a lot, a lot of clients. And I stopped smoking weed for like eight years mm-hmm. until my aunt disappeared last year. And I wrote a book about it. And then I started smoking again. But every Saturday, I created this ritual that I'll stay clear and free until Saturday. And when Saturday hits after my last client, I take my little edible and I sit back (laughs) (laughs) and I just let the clouds just roll over me. And it's the best ritual feeling reward of like, yeah, I almost feel like God is saying, you did good, girl. (laughs) You can sit back now and just shut us all out. Yeah, that's what I'm going to (laughs) do. Yes. Yes. Affirm yourself. I am. <laughs> I am love. You sure are, Sonia. I am love. <laughs> Thank you. Even when I say it, I get so giddily, giddy and just, I, yeah. You are love. Thank you for loving up on us for this time today. Can you, you tell welcome. everyone where to find you? Oh, you can go to wordlifeastrology.com. That's my website. On IG, um, I'm Word Life Sonia with a J, S-O-N-J-A Marie. Um, and on YouTube, it's Sonia Marie's Word Life Astrology. Perfect. Perfect, perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Ooh.